Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes. Welcome to the podcast. So today, as I said, we're talking about freebies. You know, there is no reason for you not to promote your business with all the free stuff they have out here. So many free apps and free sites for you to promote your business. As a matter of fact, we're using one right now. It's called podcasting. When I first, when I first started podcasting, I used a different platform and I had this whole setup with the speakers and the plugs. And it was a lot. It was a lot. I had to be stuck at my desk to do it or in, in my office. And it was just a lot. Now with Anchor, because Anchor is so easy for me to use. Sometimes you'll hear me say, hey guys, I'm getting dressed. I'm doing my makeup. I'm in the car. Sorry for the extra noise. But I am recording my platform because Anchor made it easy. I wasn't tied to my office to make a, a, um, a podcast. Anchor makes it so easy that if I'm shopping and I'm like, oh, that's a good marketing tool. Let me get on Anchor and tell my audience about it. These guys are making it so easy for you to post about your business or to show the world that you are a subject matter expert and you're not using it. Now, I've said to you before, if you go to my Instagram page, I'll post hair stuff here and there. But if you read the captions and my videos and my pictures, it's always talking about something else. It's a bob, but I'm telling you about loving yourself and first make yourself happy before you can, because there's so much more to me than styling hair. And I just want to give it all. I want to give it all to my audience, right? But based on what I post, which shows you the type of stylist I am, and then you read the caption, it shows you that I'm a deep thinker. I rarely get the what up, yo. You know what I'm saying? Can you just split the part down the middle? I rarely get that. Using the platform that speaks to me and that speaks to my audience draws my avatar in. It shows you just a little glimpse of me. You're never going to see me twerking dancing. I mean, even, even when I went to clubs, I didn't dance. So I'm not going to be dancing on social media. You know what I mean? But I don't have a problem with you if you do. You know what I mean? I hate to keep saying, you know what I mean? But I don't have a problem with you if you decide to put out a dancing video. That's your thing. It's just not my thing. So Utilize these platforms. They're here for you to help you build a business. Years ago, I was one of the um, hairstylists, uh, a regular contributor to Sophisticates Black Hair, Try It Yourself Hair. And you had a lot of people who sent pictures. And in order for the magazine to become a magazine, to have stuff to present to you, they needed work and they needed trending work. 
And when I first started out with Black Sophisticates Hair Magazine, I was just a regular stylist working with a um, photographer. And we would take pictures and send it in and hope our picture was posted. You may have gotten a small picture, but if you were going to get a full page, they would let you know. If you were going to get the cover, they would let you know. And I got a full page a few times. I even got a few covers. So, and normally on those magazines or in those magazines, they use a celebrity for the cover. So it'll be like Janet Jackson on the cover, but in the corner, it'll be like my picture or another hairstylist's picture. You, you still got on the cover and that was a big deal. Fast forward, no, no um, effort on my own. It was the photographer, James Laster. He developed a relationship with the editor of the magazine, um, a working relationship. And then she started reaching out to him because she liked his work. Now, when you go to a photographer who is, he's a photographer and you like his work, you know, the photographer wasn't responsible for the hair and the makeup and dressing the subject. The model is called the subject, right? So he had to build a team to help him look good. And it was nice because we were grassroots, like we all started at the bottom together. And then he learned the business. And then he learned what he had to do so that he would get paid to submit his work. And then we would get paid. So we went from being little hairstylists, just submitting their work and hoping that it's um, published and hoping that nothing big happened in the world. Like, oh, I hope no celebrity died or I hope nobody got married. Because if they told you you were going to be on the cover, you were going to be bumped for whatever was happening. And if you know anything about the news, news and newspaper and stuff like that, you know, it's very easy to be bumped. That's why you don't tell anybody, look for me on the cover because you don't know what the heck is going to happen before they print that magazine. So you just kind of wait and then you hit everybody with it when it comes out. Well, because of James Laster's relationship with the editors of the magazine, we started getting paid. So now you had all the other people just submitting their work. Now we're being, now we're paid hairstylists, which is a big deal. And even though the money wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot at all, but it was, it put us on a different level. Now we're paid to submit work to the magazine. And with that payment, came instructions. We don't want the models wearing um, earrings. We want them to have natural makeup and everyone must have on some white. It could be a white dress, a white shirt, a white tank. You know what I mean? And then they would take that picture. This is going to blow your mind. They would take that picture 
when you open the magazine, it'll either be in the center, which is a big deal to get the crease of the magazine as well. Whether you're on the front, the back, or the middle, all those are big deals. But here's another thing. They're also going to put your work with a product that you know nothing about. So sometimes you're sitting there like, oh my God, I'm going to try that product. The model, that product is not in the model's hair. The hairstylist didn't use that product. It's probably a new product that they got paid thousands of dollars to market and advertise. So that's how we know that a lot of what you see isn't so. So now you see like when you're on Canva, which is also another free app, when you're on Canva and Canva has a section that's called stock photos or stock videos, I can go to Canva right now and put in blonde extensions under video. Canva will show me a couple of stock photos. And sometimes I go even deeper. I'll say black hairstylist doing blonde extensions or black hairstylist doing a client's makeup. Either a picture or a video will come up. All you see is, and then I could go even deeper and say dark darker skin. A lot of what you see is not so. So even if you are having an issue, you're still uncomfortable as far as your work. I don't suggest that you take someone else's work from a stock photo and pass it off as your own, but you could do a real quick 10 second video where you're constantly cutting, like you, you saw someone, you show someone opening the door, you know, you have your salon name, you have someone opening the door and these are stock videos. These aren't videos that you recorded. They're opening the door. Someone else is ushering them to a chair and then they spin them around. And when they spin them around, it could really be one of your models. Or once they spin them around, you can tag them with one of your models with the same complexion as the person on the video, but the end picture is really your work until you get the kinks out. I don't do it. I use real models <laughs> there, but you got to remember too, I come with years and years of experience. I take pictures of clients all the time in my chair, on my phone. I don't post half of them. And I know it's uncomfortable. Like sometimes clients will sit waiting for me to take the picture. And sometimes I'll take the picture and sometimes I don't. But it's not because I don't like the hairstyle. Sometimes it's the client's posture. Sometimes it's the client's um, skin texture. Like if it's a, you know, I, and I know a lot of this stuff is vain, but I just don't do it. Some clients that want to be photographed, come in with that air. They come in with that, hey girl, that confidence. And that confidence radiates through the platform. You see it. 
They're confident. Go back, go back to my Instagram and see the girl dancing. That girl would have danced even if she knew my video was on. She didn't know I was recording, but she would have done it if I had said, do a quick dance real quick, you know, do something real quick, something funky real quick so I could post it. She would have done it anyway. Because if you follow the tag, I tagged her in the video. If you follow the tag, she's out with girlfriends. She's out dancing. She's at a concert. She's always smiling. She's always front and center. She could be with 10 people, but she is going to be front and center in that 10. She's very confident in who she is. The person that always wants to be in the background, I wouldn't photograph them. I may photograph a side profile of them, maybe with their head down just to get my angles and to show the color. I may actually position that person. Can I get you to hold still? Can I get you to just hold your head down? Drop that shoulder. Tilt your head to the side a little bit. And while I'm doing that, I may be videotaping her. I wouldn't even record her. And I'll snatch a still piece, a still piece of that video when I'm done. And it's all this has to take less than 60 seconds because she's uncomfortable. So you have to hope that you, you grab something. You could either do where you, you do a, a shutter shot where you take a bunch of pictures. You could take like 50 to hundred pictures at one time, but some people are uncomfortable. So when you have uncomfortable people like that, you probably don't want to use them as a model. Maybe if the client is going through something, I would do a quick picture and send it to them. I will not post it. I would be like, look how fly you are, you know? And then some people want to be seen and shouldn't. But all of this stuff, again, go look at my Instagram page. If you look at my Instagram page carefully, I am using the same people over and over and over again. And those people, if you follow the hashtag, normally they'll say, thanks for posting on oh, my girl, because they want people to know it's them. They want to be seen. So because you want to be seen, I want to make sure that you're seen. And if you follow, like I said, the hashtag and you go look at their page, if it's not private, because a lot of these girls are um, corporate women, most of their page is private. But if it's, if it's not private and you follow their page, even if you request to follow them because they see that you have a relationship with me, like you follow me, then they're going to accept the follow. But you just go look at their pictures. They are front and center in every photograph. They want to be seen. And you want to start utilizing models. You want to start interviewing people. You want to build a community of folks who want to be connected with you and want to be seen, not just by you, but by people that know you and just grow from there. You could flourish from there. Again, following some of those people, if you go back and you listen to, um, I did like the energy coach and it was another young lady I did. Um, they launched a business in COVID and guess who was open to let me interview them? They were. So I don't want to go too far off topic, but the reason I told you about the magazine was because the magazine is not a magazine without the hairstylist. 
and the photographers and the models. They need us. So we submit work to them and eventually they pay you. But now with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and um, Twitter, it's the same thing. None of these platforms will exist if we don't use them. And that's why the platform is free. It's free. Why? Because they need you. They need your work. They need your expertise. So they make the platform free. And as an incentive for giving them, for bringing them your audience, they pay you and they call it monetization. They pay you a little stipend. But once you're monetized, they're going to double back and say, okay, we made you famous. We put you in front of a whole bunch of people that you probably would have never met on your own. You're in Charlotte. We put you in front of people in Virginia and Canada and DC and Texas. So whenever they're in town, they look you up. Or if they move to the area, they look you up. We did all that for you. Then they double back and say, hey, you should advertise by AdSense. So if you pay, then they'll take it even further. And that's a whole nother that's a whole nother um, game when it comes to the advertising community. But utilize some of this free stuff and market your business and you don't have to use them all. Find at least two that works for you. Whether it's a webinar, whether you're, whether you're offering them something like a free consultation so that you can get their email address and market your business to them via email because email still works. But all this digital stuff, all this digital game has become the business card and you still need a business card. You still need a business card that, that costs, right? But in the meantime, why don't you utilize all this free stuff? I believe in websites because I control the website. I own the website. So if, if Instagram or TikTok decides they're going to play with the algorithm, guess what? I still have my website and I still have a way to contact all of my customers, even when they're playing the oops, we were down for five minutes game. I have a blog. I have a blog for my real estate business and I have a blog for my hair, for my hair business. Why? Because my blogs are controlled by Google, who also controls YouTube, who also has my email that also puts me in front of thousands of people and then sends me analytics to say, hey, look, we showed your stuff to 1.4 thousand people this month. 60 of them clicked your website. Three of them called you. And here is the hashtag that they put in Google when we sent them your website. All this stuff is free. That's my time. I'm Tanya Stokes. Listen, if you need some help working with this and understanding 
this whole marketing and advertising business, especially as it relates to the freebies, I need you to give me a call or send me a text and I will call you at 704-756-2752 or send me an email at info at tanyastokes.com. In the subject box, just say, hey, I need help. I need some help. I'm here for you. Don't forget, we have kicked off the online course. It's called How to Recession Proof Your Salon. You're going to need these tips because we are definitely in a recession and we don't know how bad it's going to get, but we know that regardless of how bad it gets, it will not affect you the way that it affects others because we are getting you prepared. Okay? So go to the website at the academy, the number four, the letter u.com, or click the link in the description of this podcast. If you ever get lost, remember my name is Tanya Stokes. So just go to tanyastokes.com, tanyastokes.com. And there you will find this podcast. You will find my academy. You will find my website. All Things Tanya is on tanyastokes.com. I want to thank you so much for your time. Remember, you are great. You just got to put yourself out there. You got to find your own community and grow from there. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye.